0: On the Healthy Human Revolution podcast, Dr. Lori Marbus interviews nutrition and lifestyle medicine experts and extraordinary guests whose informative and inspiring stories will empower you with the knowledge to transform your life and health.
1: Welcome to the podcast. I'm Dr. Lori Marbus. And okay, guys, I am so beyond thrilled and honored to invite my dearest friend, (laughs) Nikki Cruz to the podcast. Welcome, Nikki. Hi. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Okay. We were laughing and crying before the interview because we were just going down memory lane. Oh gosh. What a story. So Nikki and I met four years ago, just a little over four years ago. She was one of my patients in Florida um, at Dr. Furman's Health Oasis um, before it shut down. And Nikki, you have an incredible story of weight loss of almost 300 pounds yeah. and but before we get there and it's a plant-based diet guys but before we get there I really want you to understand how far Nikki has come in her life and how it evolved to get to that over 500 pound mark I think it was it 506 pounds Nikki or was it more I think it was, five nine five yes ten? yeah somewhere in there I do remember when we weighed you that day and the tears started streaming I said Nikki you'll never see that number again and you never did and um yeah. Oh, well, we'll get to all those amazing yeah. stories and memories, but can you tell us a little bit about your childhood and what kind of led to, what led to that? Tell us a little bit. Um,
0: well, um, I, yeah, it just, it all started really young. Um, food was always a comfort in my family. Um, my, my I, I truly feel it started with a lot of loss. So I have a lot of loss in my, in my story, um, but uh, you know that made me so uh, it started with my grandmother I had a really close connection with my grandmother uh, my mom's mom and she passed away when I was nine mm. and you know from from five to nine ish you know I was healthy-ish weight I was always a little chubbier but I was active I was a dancer and took eight years of you know tap ballet and jazz and um but but my parents were also um, addicts and you know, I, I, I say it with loving, they were in recovery and, and really took charge of their lives, but I, I joke and I say I really never had a chance of, not, of having a normal, you know, existence, <laughs> you know? So, right. um, so for me, it was the food. And when my grandmother died, um, definitely noticed it in my mom. I remember vivid memories of my mom kind of ballooning and, and whatnot and, and just kind of going to the food for comfort. And, you know, being nine, um, you know, that's what I did as well. And uh, from then on, it just kind of escalated, snowballed. Mm. Um, And it was always that kind of reinforced that we clean our plates, you know, um, but we also eat for comfort. Oh, are you sad? Did you have a good day? Those rewards that you, you know, subconsciously sometimes, you know, just kind of uh, say, mm-hmm. to come. Um, that kind of stuck, that stuck with me. And um, I learned to numb things that were happening um, in my life uh, with food. So a couple of years later, um, this is all, yeah. So my grandmother died when I was nine. Uh, my dad was sick. My mom was also very sick. Um, and my dad uh, passed away when I was 12 so the food full swing at the age of 12 i was probably oh my goodness almost close to 200 pounds i mean i i i was very very obese so um i was i was shopping at lane bryant you know at 10 um didn't really fit into and this was back in the 80s maybe 90s i don't know <laughs> 90s um Where, you know, those plus size or whatever, those options for clothes wasn't wasn't there. Anyways, I digress. So um just always in the food, you know, long story short, always in the food to kind of deal with sick parents, um, having to be out of school, um, having to deal with my mom who was kind of you know ailing at the time, and um, you know, just had to grow up very quickly. Um, and and do those things um, as an adult would do, but then also have this like, best friend in, you know, shoving and and shoveling things away and putting things in my mouth. So, and they weren't, you know, my mom was blind as well. um, And she did cook. But for a while, you know, it was solely me or what I could get fast foods or whatever, you know, it it was whatever it wasn't um, a conscious thought about oh, I'm gonna have consequences to these actions as I put food in my mouth. Very unhealthy, That um, growing up. So anyway, so then when I was 16, my mother passed away. And um, I, I dealt with both of my parents' deaths very differently, uh, being 12 and, you know, prepubescent, uh, all that fun stuff <laughs> coming with being a 12 or 13 year old. Um, I was very angry and, 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 and just, shoveled it all inside. Mm-hmm. Um, with my mom, a little bit different, still numbing with the food and, you know, having those really, um, those behaviors, those food behaviors um, that didn't quit, binging, uh, right. you know, trying to purge, like just in full swing of food addiction um, at 16. Uh, and, and, and throughout my childhood, parents, my parents have no, noticed this, Um, and did a lot to try to help me, Um, you know, took me to different counselors, trying different diets, this and this, but um, for whatever reason, it just didn't stick, and I wasn't, I now know I wasn't ready um, for whatever reason, Um, but but anyway, so yeah.
1: (laughs) So what happened when you were 16? So now you have no parents, no grandmother. Where did you go?
0: Yes, so I had a legal guardian in Uh, Maryland, and I went to go stay with uh, him and his family. Um, It was a tumultuous relationship, to say the least. Um, I ended up, I want to say within the year, um, emancipating myself. I got my own apartment uh, junior year of high school, and uh, went to high school and worked at a pizza place in town and Old Navy for a little bit. And, um, you know, made it work. I, for the first time in my like high school, you know, career, I was going to school on a regular basis um, because when I, you know, when mom was alive, she was in and out of hospitals and stuff. So I just, I never left her side pretty much. Um, Or I was, you know, at the house taking care of things. So um, yeah, 16, junior in high school, junior, senior in high school. And um, still on my own, right? So right. I could do what I want, I can eat when I want, I can sleep when I want. I just had to know I just knew that I had to go to school and work, <laughs> you know and right. And then I got into college, which was crazy um, in and of itself, um, and uh, <laughs> college out of state, uh, which was crazy. but um, I went to Michigan after college and. Um, by the help of donna and jack you know my my people my you know aunt and uncle my family and um and it didn't fare so well though you know i i i was in this mindset of um my priorities were off let's just say my priorities were off and what really took precedence over everything was that relationship i had to food it always just comes back to food and and um, hurting myself with it, it went. It went a little dark, you know. In, in college, um, I was on my own still, um, but in a in a crazy new state, you know. I I'd have moved around, but just because you know, my my parents had died, and I kind of had to. Okay. Um, but this was just me, you know. I didn't know anybody. I knew one person um, at the college, and went from there and I you know I, I tried real hard for two good years and um you know it just it just the priorities were off and it just it took me um away from that but um I what else did I do oh my goodness yeah so I went to college
1: <laughs> and walk through let's walk through your 20s so then through your 20s because how old were you when you came to the Oasis that was in January um, of 17
0: I remember. my 30s I, early, just, early 30s early 30s yeah because yeah.
1: 30 okay. 30 yeah. yeah yeah 30 something um <laughs> whatever i'm well, in my i can say the 50 now so my friend 30s are like baby you're baby you I'm take it. i'll take it i'm 30.
0: <laughs> there 30s. you go go yeah. it girl so yeah just, yeah when i when i got to the oasis i was like yeah 34
1: ish yeah okay so tell us a little bit about the 20s i mean because you didn't. You weren't in your early twenties, 500 pounds, but you you got to the 500 pounds. What what was going on there? The
0: 500 pounds. I was always pushing, um, three 350. You know, I moved to Florida after um, Michigan after college, college. of five years I spent in in Michigan, mm-hmm. um, and I was and I ballooned. I I really just uh, it it was a change. I I was very much I talk about um, a, my disease as as far as food addiction. Um, I it's like um, alcohol, like a, I'm like an alcoholic, but with food. Yeah. Um, and I and I for once like I own it proudly because for if I didn't know that I wouldn't be the person I am today. And I truly it's just been a complete yeah. Anyway, so I, I digress. So I go back, but yeah, so it, it just kind of, um, it ballooned when in Michigan. It ballooned when I came back here just because I had a geographical change. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in this limbo where I was gonna go back to school, um, but priorities, other things um, took precedence over that. And um, I served, I was a server and that was not a good place for me. Mm-hmm. Um, to be constantly around food. Um, no, like, yeah, it was really hard. So then, so, and I, and I served for a good seven years before um, I got, um, you know, a, a job teaching. So I was in it and and I think that really was just, it was there, food was very accessible. I had four different um, fast food chains on my way home. Um, and when I got out at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, I was eating all day. I would eat and stop and go home and then eat. Um, so it definitely, my weight got, um, it's no, I snowballed. I became just like this, you know, yeah. mother-
1: you're not that tall. What are you? Five, seven, five, eight, five, seven. Yeah. Five, seven. Yeah. So yeah. The, over the 500 mark, mark when I met you at 34, so tell us a little bit, so Jack and Donna, so everyone knows, is they're, they're dear friends for both of us, but Jack and Donna were part of the Health Oasis, and they were kind of the impetus for you to come, so how did that conversation go? So someone's coming to you and saying, here's an opportunity for you to radically change your diet. You have to come stay with us, it was six weeks, was it six weeks or four weeks? Like six, yeah, six, six weeks. weeks. And um, you know, how did you react to that? and how, especially coming from from Jack and Donna, what was what was that conversation, and how did that make you feel?
0: me feel, oh gosh, it was a whirlwind of emotion. Um, Jack and Donna have been a solid foundation in my life since I was eight years old. So they've seen, they've seen what, um, you know, my progress in my disease, they've seen, they had relationships with my parents. Um, they've, they've been there. And I, I know it, it wasn't easy for them to come to me. Um, you know, my relationship with Donna, especially um, just really is a mother figure to me, you know, and I was at this point in my life where I threw it up. I, I threw in the towel. I, I couldn't couldn't do it anymore, you know, and I just, when they said, hey, we did this, you know, because we did this, and we want you to be a part of it, Mm -hmm. and we know um, how important that this experience would, will be, I feel like they knew, they obviously knew, right, but Uh um, when they were like, we're opening, this is where you need to be, there was no, discussion. You know, there was no, it was just like, we need you to do this. I want you to do this. And I wanted to do it. So I was just sick and tired of being sick and tired. And, yeah. and I, I knew that if I didn't change, um, I would, I wouldn't be here. And I, and it sounds so cheesy, but um, you know, just losing my parents and stuff. I just knew I, I had more to give, I had more to um, share and do. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a hard decision. I mean, I couldn't even, I remember the first day too, um, I got offended, right? Because they were like, can you put on your shoes? How dare you? What do you, what? I couldn't, I couldn't even put on my shoes, you know, like I was wearing shoes, but slipping into them, sneakers mm-hmm. slip into them. And that, like that, yeah, just that moment. um, And I had a couple of them, you know, like seatbelts and these things I couldn't do. I couldn't live my life. And so at that point, um, I hit that spot where it was just like, I'm going to die, everything. And I had major support, major support from all my friends and family Mm -hmm. to go and do this, you know, got off of work, like all that stuff and um so i'm just so eternally grateful for that and for for you know donna and jack for and dr Furman and you and just having that place because i i solely feel like that place was meant for me so
1: yeah absolutely and um we had close to 50 people go through during that six months and it was it was pretty tremendous the stories that come out of there um but uh so The first day you came and we met and we did all of, you know, the weigh-in and all that type of stuff. So tell me what it was like as you started eating this way because we served the food. Look, this is how the setup guys was. I said that I saw them, I saw everyone every day except for on weekends, but they lived in apartments that we had for people and we fed them that we delivered the food or you made your breakfast. If, we we supplied the breakfast, you know, oatmeal, whatever, you'd ate lunch with us, you ate dinners, everything was, I I wouldn't say sort of a lockdown, but not, it was a voluntary lockdown sort of a thing. It was definitely a bubble. Yeah, it was a bubble. It was a very, um, secure space. Yeah, it was a safe space. Let's put it that way, where you wouldn't be struggling. And there's a lot, there were a lot of people like that with you there. Mary's one of them. Um, she's a sweetheart. Mary has her own story to tell, which we'll get to. Um, but tell me like, what were those first few days? Like, like, as you're listening to other people talk and you're going through the therapy sessions and you're eating this food, what's going on emotionally, physically, what's going on there?
0: Um, a lot of highs, a lot of lows. (laughs) I'm not going to, I'm not a sugarcoater because I don't, um, but I, you know, it, it was scary. I, I noticed it, I definitely had to detox, right? So I, like you said, we're in this bubble. I felt very safe. I wanted to be there. Um, I was very much wide-eyed and anxious, <laughs> but just like, kind of like one of those, you know, anxious way. I'm just going to take everything in. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, you know, I know I'm okay. I you know, I know that person I'm, I'm in a safe space, but, um, having the food and learning how to like what lycopene is and how that does well with your body and how it like learning all these things I I think I would phew, mind blown
1: right that was oh, my oh favorite. my goodness that's right you always did that you go uh,
0: <laughs> So these concepts of like health and nutrition were so foreign to me um and so so I digress so I go back and it's just Starting to eat this way, I'm noticing my body feels different. There was a point where I thought my body was going to shut down. I was having pains, and I was angry, and I was um, very snippy and um, not a very nice person, I don't think. Um, but I think that was a lot of the sugar withdrawal, and and you know, just going through these things and just eating wonderfully for the first time almost in my whole entire life, um, changes you, like you feel it. Um, You know, going through uh, therapy sessions on different ways of um, dealing with traumas and um, dealing with life you know because for the long time life was just food and to kind of tr- switch my relationship it took a lot of coaxing you know mm-hmm. it took a lot you know and I think and it took a lot on my body um, I remember exercising in the pool mm-hmm. for the first time and then calling you and being like my body I think I'm having a heart attack <laughs> I think it's like you know my arms are hurting my body like what is happening and you're just like just do a little less brush strokes, you know, strokes tomorrow, <laughs> like, you'll be okay, you
1: know, Mo- so- you're moving, that's what you're doing, yeah, yeah it was, moving.
0: Yeah. and, and so, that was a lot of um, getting in tune with, uh, at the Oasis, getting in tune with my body, with my mind, with my everything, and, mm-hmm. um, and that was, it was intense at times, it really was, but amazing, yeah. like, yeah. it. it just, it gave me the foundation to kind of live um live this life and
1: can we can we talk about the muffin tattoo oh god <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so this is one of my favorite nikki's oh, stories god. so dr Furman, i would teach um and eat with you guys and do your metrics and make sure your blood pressures and do your meds and all that were okay and i would teach the day and then dr Furman would come down once a month or so and when dr Furman came in he'd come and teach and eat with you guys and But you, (laughs) I remember. I remember. Oh, the anxiety that was pulsing. Oh my God, you were freaking out because you were going to meet Doctor, and you were so worried that he was going to see your muffin tattoo. Doctor Marbus, it's actually a cupcake tattoo. (laughs) But
0: but but whatever semantics. Anyway, so yes, I have a um, muffin cupcake tattoo on my arm and I was going to meet Dr. Furman, right? Who, uh, who is like the epitome of health. And he's just like, oh, you eat a carrot and you know, this is what your skin looks like. And he, so he was going around having a discussion, teaching us all this, you know, mind blowing, you know, phenomenal things. And He goes around and he's engaging, you know, there's like maybe five, six people in the room. Like, I think at this point it was very intimate. You know, it was very (laughs) quiet. I have my long sleeves on and he just comes up and he's talking about, was it lycopene or something? It was
1: carotenoids. And how your skin will be uh, more colorful, the more carotenoids you, and that's when he came to you. He did, and he was just like,
0: put out his arm, pretty much the same arm that I have this wonderful monstrosity on, and um, I just panicked, but Mary, I I think Mary knew I was panicking, right, and she was just like, oh yeah, like my arm, like, oh yeah, like use my arm instead, (laughs) and I just was like, oh my goodness, God, could you imagine i just shove a cupcake in dr Furman's face like that <laughs> i just i couldn't i couldn't i was just like yes oh eat your salads i i love you know i love all the things you're telling me look at this huge cupcake tattoo oh uh, it was great i <laughs> wanted to change it to like a carrot you know like, the, so,
1: like you a, probably still a, can, can. Oh, I'm sure there's something we could do with that, but it's just—I just remember that was one of the funniest stories. Um, and then your just your visualization of things to help you. Can you tell a few stories of like how you, you know, because we would we provided DVDs and other things you could watch at the apartment and stuff. And there was an ethical conside of that thing that you really engaged with. Can we talk a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, the whole yeah, all those documentaries and stuff. I. Legit, do we go bolt to the head? Really, is that where that's where okay. I'm going is bolt to the head because it was so funny. <laughs> All right, so I have always loved animals and I've you know respected that. And just being you know in one of these sessions, my mind was blown. And I remember seeing this very vivid um, mm-hmm. documentary, uh, heart wrenching, um, about slaughterhouses and. Yeah. The, the meat and the stuff that we ingest and philosophically it, it really stuck with me because um, anything I don't why would I want to ingest something that died lived and died in suffering and um, just turmoil and just in horrible living situations, why would I want to take that energy or whatever you want to call it and put that in my body? Like it doesn't make sense now. So what I had to, not what I had to do, but I have a sick, twisted sense of humor sometimes. And I just had to be like, I don't want this. I don't want the sick and suffering. And I also saw a cow get a bolt to the head. (laughs) And so, and that was just- Traumatic. Traumatic, you know and so i would be like hmm yeah someone's grilling bolt to the head Nope, yep. eat this salad bolt to the head <laughs> and you know
1: and there it, were was just, so it was so many times that i heard vicky mickey go bolt to the head I'm like why are you saying bolt to the head why? and, and then, then she explained
0: and then you're like all right <laughs> yeah it was a weird experience for sure i definitely feel like the other you know people around me are like
1: what is so, "It was." What was amazing were the strategies that you came up with to help you make the decisions you wanted to. And what was really cool is you were developing those yourself that really meant emotional to you. And it was super successful. So as you went from day one to the 42nd day, you're with us six weeks later, Mm -hmm. tell us that transformation. Like where was Nikki when she started and what was Nikki as she left still beginning her journey, but had an incredible journey at the same time?
0: kickstart like the I had amazing like what do you call it like a running oh you
1: got a you got a big kickstart for sure yeah
0: Yeah. running um and I think had that foundation not been so solid that that wouldn't have worked so I think um in all of this my weirdities my, my oddities I guess um is what I I had to do so um yeah so I I started and it was it was Gary and, um, I couldn't, like I said, I couldn't do my, uh, couldn't buckle my seatbelt. Mm. You get picked up to go to, to sessions and stuff every day. And I think the first day I had a breakdown crying, you know, on the way to the Oasis and I couldn't, couldn't click it in. And from then on, there were all these little, like two weeks, two weeks. I got, you know, I get weighed in. I lost 15 pounds. What? Mm. <laughs> That's insanity, you know, and, and just, you know, my mood would ebb and flow, but the accomplishments that were happening, I think that really, those little tiny, clicking my, this, being able to walk up a flight of stairs. Um, I remember we would do yoga oh, every, um, every weekend almost, and I couldn't even connect my arm or my hands. In in a pose, so it was you were supposed to do this, like grab your elbows. Couldn't, you know? It was it was here, and so the the moment that I got here was a mo- you know was was insane. So my time there was um. Whew, sorry. That's okay. It, it was um. Instrumental, right? In in yeah.
1: in um, my
0: my progress. Well, I cried
1: with you when you buckled your seatbelt for the first time. I was like, I I never really connected to that side of living a life of morbid obesity, right? Um, Having never dealt with that. But when I saw that in your reaction, it really made it very real, like to me, you know what I mean? So, and just talking to you about all of your trauma that you had had and just your experience and um, it was really um, life changing for myself too, and, and really building more compassion and understanding. It was really instrumental. So I I would say you made me a better doctor, Nikki. Thank you. Oh, so I think
0: you already are the best. You know? <laughs> you're, yeah, a ray of sunshine and just the best.
1: you're you're a sweetheart. So yeah. now, but now this is kind of this is kind of fun to talk about too. So you go home and <laughs> what I was I gotta tell tell them what was in your kitchen the what did you have at home or lack thereof
0: <laughs> really nothing
1: you had a I think a pot and a spoon right I had a spoon a spoon, um,
0: <laughs> a spoon and a pot with no lid right um yeah I might have had a fork but it was legit like bare like I went home to nothing and um and that's fine you know i think that was first the the first and foremost like thing that i was supposed to i was already one up because <laughs> i was told to clean out my house and only you know take out everything i had and i was like well i'll move that spoon <laughs> okay um but no but I, I remember the drive home and i took a picture um i remember it was like february 19th i think yeah mm-hmm. i 2000 yeah 17. 17 and I drove home yeah I drove home and I had pink hair and um yeah a big smile on my face and 50 pounds lighter 50 pounds lighter 50 pounds lighter in like I remember weeks. I think you had yeah I think you had like a diagram or like that love of fat remember? Yep. <laughs> so yeah like five pounds and um I think you and Donna like kind of brought in like hey do we need to to find something that's 50 pounds, like to really realize like, you know, six weeks and that, yeah. So that, yeah, yeah. so I left the, the Oasis and I never, you know, I just kept everything. I, I all of the notes that I've taken and um, things you've said, <laughs> the, the printouts, the places I could go, like, and I made this my, my life. and. Uh, it, it definitely eased coming out of that bubble, having the, you know, Dr. Furman's the plant-based diet. Um, and that led to some uh, amazing opportunities um, mm. in my life in, in this, you know, adapting to eating this way and, and feeling good.
1: So. And so you would go back and you were um, in, as a teacher with all these little kids and you started teaching them. So tell us a little bit about that. Uh, we would so
0: I lead through example right I'm a woman now of action and um you know a part of me did this because I was I really like teaching and I really like reaching and uh, caregiving for these you know these babes and stuff and so I wasn't a good teacher when I was 500 pounds you know and going back lighter with a new the fog right we call it like that mental fog um being lifted gave me such a perspective to be a better teacher and a better, better educator. Um, I went back and, and I had wow. my salads every day and we talked about the things I was eating. They would eat carrots. And then we, we just made a whole project pretty much on eating greens and eating well and what that means. Um, and, and it, it took off, you know, I, it was, it was a month, couple months project with three and four year olds, which is kind of unheard of, um, but they were into it and I I can't stop talking about it. You know what I mean? Like I owe plant-based, this nutrition, you, my village, um, you know, so much because why wouldn't I want to share that, you know? So sharing it, it made me a better teacher and, and it just led to a lot of, a lot of good too. So
1: So the first year, the first year passed, and you lost how much weight?
0: Oh goodness, um, over a hundred and fifty, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think you were close to. It was close
0: to two hundred, wasn't it? Two, yeah. It was. It was a lot. Um, yeah. The last last year, I was uh three years. Yeah, I did a. I was down to two hundred and seventy five pounds. Wow. Two,
1: yeah. Okay. So. Drastic.
0: Yeah. I yeah. So.
1: Well, <laughs> that's, uh, it's amazing. And so you're, you're hinting in that year mark and tell us a little bit, let's walk down the gallbladder. What happened with your gallbladder?
0: So, uh, at first I didn't know <laughs> I was just in a lot of pain. Um, yeah, losing all this weight and eating healthy. I hadn't, I, I don't touch soda. Like, I mean, it was water. I was hydrated, like everything. And then I thought like, oh, okay, I'm good. And then I had this pain, <laughs> Mm-hmm. That would not go away, and it was um, just horrendous. And uh, at that moment, I was a little afraid of doctors, and you know, but not—I don't know why. It was just this hesitance to kind of like, oh, it'll go away, you know, mm-hmm. it's fine. Um, and it didn't. And it was Thanksgiving, two thousand what? Eighteen, maybe eighteen?
1: Um, I think actually, it was. I think it was earlier, wasn't it? Because.
0: Like kind of within the year of me coming out of. Um, yeah. Stuff.
1: So, yeah. It was, but, I think uh, it, anywhere, it was somewhere in there that you yeah. had gallstones. Go-
0: and I remember Thanksgiving because I got a lot of, um, and I, at this point I was still, I'm, 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 I was big. Um, and I go in and, uh, and skate, like just horrible pain. Uh, I drove myself. Down the street, I had to stop a couple of times. But um, long story short, yeah, I had uh, gallstones mm-hmm. and pancreatitis, and needed to have um, gall it removed, gall surgery, gall gallbladder surgery, whatever.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, actually, and- I have it here. It was uh, 2017, so it was the first year you had the gallbladder. First
0: year. The but first year. How much weight? Like it was also over a hundred and something pounds. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I definitely feel it's my body's way of taking, you know, getting the dealing with the consequences um, right. of, of eating this way. And kind of like, I mean, you know, you know, the the medical side of it all, but uh, on my side, I just knew it, it was horrible. And um, that was my first personal hospital experience. It was the first time I've ever been in a hospital and I was mm-hmm. there for 10 days. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, uh, it was rough, you know, trying to do that. Oh, so when I got to there, I go back, um, it was Thanksgiving and I got a lot of like, oh, well, we see a lot of this um, during the holidays because people overeat and they, you know, and I was like, actually in my like, just pain, I was like, actually, sir, let me tell you something. I've been eating a plant-based diet. So, and I didn't eat turkey and I didn't eat this. So you can kind of like shove that theory out of your you know, out of the window. Um, and then it was also thank, you know, Thanksgiving. And so I had to wait for the surgery and it was just, it was just a rough time. Yeah. It was really rough. And then, um, you know, I can, I can go on and, and within those three months, you know, the consequences we'll just call them. Yeah. My body's way of saying like, love what you're doing now, but you know, this kind of that, that hurt us. So um, my body went crazy. I had some um, cysts and uh, fibroids in my uterus. So uh, that was a scheduled surgery. Uh, the gallbladder kind of came out of nowhere as my first and um, my first experience with being in the hospital and having to have surgery. And so gallbladder, 10 days in the hospital, recovery for maybe a week, go in for another second surgery. Um, on my uterus, and then um, developed a whole lot of fun. Um, uh, some more major consequences, we'll just say, in the yeah. um, the nether
1: regions, <laughs> rectal regions. <laughs>
0: there we go. You're the doctor.
1: So. Yeah, so just a quick recap, when you lose a dramatic amount of weight, gallstones can develop. And it doesn't matter if it's a plant-based diet or fasting or whatever, rapid weight loss does put you at higher risk for the gallstones. So that you know, that's a pretty common occurrence, even like if you have you know, gastric bypass, whatever. But we also, got. I did want to share, when you had the other surgeries and the, the surgery and you were having problems defecating, having yeah. bowel movements- and we were texting.
0: Yes, when we were texting, because, um, I don't know, Dr. Marbus, I can't give you more accolades. Like, it's just, (laughs) she is the, she's the go-getter. She's the person, she's the doctor, she's the human being you want in your corner, and I am eternally grateful, because, um, yeah, just hospitals and this just, you know, it just wasn't a good place for me, and I, I looked to Dr. Marbus for a lot <laughs> at that time. My sanity was going. And um yeah, do would you like to Yeah,
1: yeah. we we you know, you go
0: over and above for the people you care about. I'm just gonna say until,
1: yeah, um it was it's funny because I got lots of texts. Can I go to this restaurant? It's like, you know, we'd talk about the menu right. and there were many of those type of conversations, but then we we centered around poop for a bit. <laughs> yeah. And I love talking about poop. I actually have a cup with different types of poop on it it's
0: it's important
1: (laughs) but we had this one and i just really feel like you need a cheerleader sometimes and so i I
0: was having a really hard time going mentally physically all of it and i quickly text dr marma's like oh what is happening
1: (laughs) and this was her response and so you know on your iphones and they have those those little emojis, and there's a little poop icon Okay, nobody else would think this funny, but we were really laughing. So I'm going to share because I keep all your text messages. And this is, <laughs> this is the text. So this is the little guy he's he's hanging out. He's doing his poopy thing, right? You can see that he's about to talk and I'm going to set up. You can do it, Nikki. Let's give a poop. Woo-hoo. Let's go, let's go, let's go poop. Woo-hoo so anyway you can do it mickey Let's and i so i was just like i don't know else to do other than send her a poop emoji and encourage her to it. poop I, I,
0: and what happened though and then what and, was
1: the and then and, and then I, you pooped <laughs> and i get all these poopies and emojis <laughs> from you and fire <laughs> anyway um no, sometimes you just need a little encouragement but tell us <laughs> no, best cheerleader best oh. cheerleader Oh my gosh. It was so fun. But, um, <laughs> I mean, these are the type of things and, you know, I, I, and I really, the reason I kind of wanted to share that kind of that struggle point with you in your story, one, because you're, you're just so delightful to share it, <laughs> but yeah. also, but two is to show, cause I get a lot of patients so like, they get really frustrated and they're like, why is it, why aren't I like that story? Like someone could read your story. And it's like, she lost almost 300 pounds already on a plant-based diet and they never, if you didn't write about or talk about your struggles, like, well, why can't I lose whatever or reverse my diabetes or do this or that? But I tell people like you're missing the journey. Journey. You're not, you, you know, you're not, not, you
0: don't talk about your dark days. Right. Right. It's not all rainbows and, you know, sunshine. Um, It's definitely led to a lot of those moments, but I think, um, like i said it ebbs and flows with this like greatness and then it's also like it's experience and it's my strengths hopes and struggles you know and, and i think i don't know i just all i have to do is kind of like present in front of it and deal so yeah. but i but i have amazing people to help me you know get over those hurdles so
1: well i i, I tell you well nikki It's one thing to have your your tribe and your people to help but it's really your internal drive and your fortitude that speaks volumes of your character and your integrity and your willingness to be very vulnerable with people because if you're not willing to be open and vulnerable for those who can help you you you're not going to advance right you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to to climb some mountains by yourself you know so that's where the, it's so important to have your, your tribe, but also be willing to engage with them and say, Hey, I need some help right now. And that's, that's really, really cool for you. And how you, how you did that, because honestly, you're the most humble human I know. And it's just, it's, it's uh, refreshing to see someone like that. So, I mean, cool. you were just never afraid to own it and ask for help. Yeah.
0: But for a while, it wasn't like that, you know, like Mm -hmm. it really wasn't. And um, until it clicked until um, I was ready to be like, you know what, I do need help. I can't do this alone. And, um, and, and I was willing, I think that was it. I was able and willing to do whatever it takes to live and Mm -hmm. live a healthy lifestyle. And um, I think I owed it to myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I owed it to my parents. I owed it to to the people around me that, that love me. And um, yeah, so I just kind of have to go with it. And I, you know,
1: so now oh. you're here. I mean, it's incredible. It's, it's such a beautiful journey and story of healing and coming out of tragedy and loss in, you know, doing the best you could at the, at the moments and then having an opportunity and you took it, even though you were anxious and scared. And then, thriving in these last four years to the beautiful nikki we saw now you were beautiful then but now to see you it's like you've blossomed right it's like this flower is ready to burst and it just finally was like here i am and yeah. tell us like, about your life now what is that like i feel like
0: every day is just like i am becoming my i'm al- my authentic self you know my my weirds my everything i just um i'm more open about it and i things that used to scare me, I, I moved across country, I don't know, I'm in your, you know, beautiful state, um, and for a long time, uh, you know, that wasn't, it, it wasn't even a, in my rear, it wasn't even in my vision, you know, my perspective at all, I was in my apartment for 13 years, hardly moved, didn't want to check the mail, you know, didn't want to do anything, and then um, two years ago, I was just like, no, I, there's opportunity here. There's growth out here. There's the mountains, and <laughs> who I truly want to be. I don't know if you remember my goal, but it was to run marathon and yeah. to run hike uh, Zion National Park. And I, I set that goal, and, and and I didn't move just to to go be closer, but um, that was a major you know a goal for me was to yeah. to make my. Personality and my my authentic self match my geography. I guess mm-hmm. you know, um, being so shut in for a long time, I don't. I'd never experienced it, um, mm-hmm. and now I get to drive. Like I was telling you earlier, I get to drive to Target and see these beautiful snow capped mountains, mm-hmm. and I am just. I get to go out there. I get to go and be in nature, and just and that for me makes me happy. Right, that mm-hmm. uh, I run. Mm-hmm. run. I walk. I try every three times a week. Um, I go to this beautiful park because it's all beautiful here. And, um, you know, I run and when no one's looking and when no one's around me, I run until I can't breathe. And then I I start walking, you know, but it, even working out like that stuff didn't happen before. So mm-hmm. just the the life that I'm living now, um, although can be up and down. I still get anxieties and stuff like that, but it's just so, so much better, you know, oh, just yeah. so much better. Cause I can get up and I can walk. I couldn't, couldn't walk. I do yoga. I, you know, I, I my body like m- blows my mind every day. Um, <laughs> you know, just the little things that I can do that I didn't do before flying, you know, that was the thing that I kind of, conquered and it's in the past, but, um, you know, just the little things I got into an extra large, you know, and it's not about the weight. It's really not. It's it's, okay. it's about my mental space and where I am, but the, the losing of uh, releasing of mm-hmm. the weight, because I don't want to find that. Remember, I don't want to find it. it losing <laughs> implies that I'm going to find it one day. They can have it. No more. Nope. Um, but I, you know, I just, it's just so much better. I don't know where Mm. I was going, but it's just so much better. And I um, have opportunity and Mm. I'm taking, you know, strides, even in lockdown, uh, in this crazy pandemic, um, still finding people and, you know, meeting and going out and trying to experience life. Um, uh, yeah, just being me. So,
1: yeah. And I love your Instagram because she, she's always posting uh, hiking and going places and looking and enjoying the new freedoms, the physical restraints have been released, right? So that's Mm -hmm. the beauty of it. Um, Plus your decreased risk for all the other chronic diseases. And. um,
0: I don't have to go to the doctor very frequently. I don't get sick. Mm -hmm. I work with a lot of uh, toddlers and runny noses. And for four years, I haven't had a sinus infection. And that was, I was going to the doctor uh, every month I'm probably mm-hmm. every two weeks with a sinus infection or bronchitis or wow. you know something and um four years I mean I really yeah haven't been, been sick so
1: so tell us this will be a question that we get what do you eat in a day what is what does a Nikki's menu look like now
0: a normal menu so um I try I do my food prep um with traveling and moving here that kind of like a. Moving kind of skewed me a little bit um, just off my routine. Um, I usually have, a, I'm pretty strict with things. Um, morning, uh, I get, I have two things pretty much. Overnight oats with my berries, flaxseed, <laughs> cinnamon, almond milk. Um, it gets a little monotonous. I'm not gonna like, you know, sugar, never mind sugarcoat it. But um, <laughs> it's the thing I have to do. And if I don't do that, sometimes I'll do like Ezekiel toast Um, with almond butter um, and some fruit, lots of fruit. Um, My lunches will be, if I'm on the go sometimes with uh, toddlers, I have to kind of like eat on the go. I don't normally do, Um, but it will be like some kind of veggie edamame. I love those packages. I'm very easy and I'm trying to ball and on a budget. so. Packets of um, veggies, those steam fresh, love those. Little nutritional yeast on them, ooh, delicious. Um, if not, it's a big old salad. Um, I switch it up, any greens, fruit, nuts, meji bombs. Like I just, I still do it. Um, yeah, and then dinner will usually be something that I've prepared, like on a Sunday. Um, tofu scrambles. That's the way I get a lot of my greens and my veggies in. Um, It's easy, it's quick and delicious. Um, Ooh, I've tried to do these like uh, portabella mushroom caps with like uh, quinoa and all my veggies. So there's a lot, there's a lot that you can do Eating this way and, and and blows people's minds too. I'm like, oh, well, I'll share like my tofu scramble with my coworkers and stuff, and they'll be like, you made this, and I was like, yeah, do you like it? Is it good? And they're like, yeah. What do you use? And when I tell them I don't use oil or mm-hmm. salt or anything, that they're just like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> yeah, your food can taste good, mm-hmm. um, you know, without with you know without all these added things. So, um, yeah. So that's pretty much it. I don't really. I haven't really switched it up. Sometimes, um, as you know, you get the text, hey, can I eat here? Um, What about this? You know, and and I think in the beginning, I was very, very strict, and and, and it was like, you know, I needed that reassurance and stuff, Mm -hmm. but as this goes and it progresses, um, I'm fine. You know what I mean? I I know what I have to eat. I know what I can and cannot eat. Um, I know how it does affect me if I would eat that, and the i'm not really there for it you know so um but on a daily basis it's pretty much just all fruit and vegetables no sugar no white sugars you know um yeah and then the freak outs of like texting dr marb is like oh how about this can i eat a like what is you know
1: that was more like the first two years i'd say but you know like you'd find a new restaurant or you would go to the movies or I remember when you were traveling here. That was there was a few questions, but but now you're 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 flying solo, girl. You're New York.
0: Yeah, I've traveled. Like I bring my food. It's definitely different. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, I talk to like servers and people that prepare my food. Mm -hmm. Um, and nowadays the pretty like even Colorado, like they're very, um, good with modifications, and Mm -hmm. so I couldn't. I lucked out with that. So.
1: So yeah, so you haven't gotten the oh, can I eat this? Cause not I, in a while, not in you know, a while, no. Yeah, I've got this, right? <laughs> you totally got this. I mean, yeah, and you know, that's one of the things um, that we really, I really wanted to share in the Oasis is how do I do this? How do you do this on the outside, right? Once you're outside the the safe bubble, in you know, we looked up menus and mm-hmm. we talk about what we would order and not to be afraid to ask the server, you know. we talked about a lot of those different things. And you you were like a sponge. It was amazing, so amazing. It was so I fun did. to teach someone like you.
0: Well, you, and even the, um, you taught us how to, or taught me how to shop. Yeah, and we went shopping. Yeah, yes. we went shopping and it, another little moment there. First time shopping, couldn't walk around the, uh, the store. Couldn't walk yeah. around, needed the cart, needed to pretty much lean on the cart. I remember to do- that. Um, and then by the time you know six weeks came about, I was like you know, walking, yeah, about a cart like so. Those little moments, but so yeah. But even the grocery store, like definitely, I, I took it
1: all in. And now you're hiking up mountains.
0: I know, I climbed, I climbed a rock the other day. Like, I don't know, I I, I went. Um, I was invited by Dr. Furman to go out to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for the California, right? San Diego. I touched my leg for the first time. You know what I mean? Like from the back. Like I did a yoga pose, and I sit on my knees. Like just getting up is like, whoop! I can get up. Mm -hmm. So it's just all those little, you know, things that I think I took for granted that people, some people, take for granted, and um, I think those are the moments that really keep me going. because I just, yeah, it just, it was, it was dark. And so those little bits of light and um, just helped yeah. me, you know, keep on going. So yeah, Amazing. hiking, walking yeah. for fun. What?
1: I'll tell you, Nikki, I delight in just whatever I'm, you know, doing the Instagram and I see yours something, it just makes me so Thank proud you. of you. Thank mm.
0: you. I've tried, you know, I, I don't know it just, it just seems weird when people are like, share your story. I'm like, nobody, you know, nobody wants Oh, you
1: know, have no idea how much, how many people you're going to inspire.
0: Yeah. Well, they, that, that inspires me to kind of keep on, it sounds so cheesy, but it really does. Like it really, it, you know, this journey has not been easy, but God, it's great. It really mm-hmm. um, met great people along the way. And um,
1: Yeah. And I remember when we were talking about your running goal and I said, I'd run with you and that's still holding. You tell yeah. me when you're ready to sign up for your first race. I'll be right there by your side the whole time.
0: Well, I got to i think I need a little bit more training no time.
1: No problem, but I whatever right. that happens. So I'm
0: looking around running for five seconds and then and like, okay this is good my heart's going this
1: is good but you we can't even walk run race it's all what it's whatever you're comfortable doing I just want to be there with you when you cross that finish line because I, I feel like that will be like your uh, like a shining moment for you I just want to be there to share it I guess maybe that's my selfishness I want to share it with you so oh,
0: please I I you've been yeah you've been instrumental so why not share that amazing awesome. and I'm closer to you now so we're good yes
1: you're literally like down the road <laughs> oh, oh
0: i can see why you're here
1: it's magic yeah, that's it's why here. i came back oh yeah. <laughs> uh, nikki so we've talked a lot about a lot of things so tommy i like to close out podcasts with using your wisdom and your your wit because you're so funny oh and oh by the way where can they find you on instagrams i really want people to follow you oh, on
0: Instagram. so i well it's my personal one. So That's I mean, right. I'm pretty open. Um, I started a, a one for like weight loss and stuff, but okay. I can't keep up with it. it. just doesn't seem, this one's more genuine because it's me, but it's, um, Hey Nikki, you're so fine.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I yeah. love it. And we'll put a link in the, in the description, but absolutely. what, absolutely. And um, what would you, what advice would you give to someone who's one, in the middle of this journey and getting frustrated and struggling, or maybe someone who's considering starting this journey, um, what would you like to share? Other things that maybe that's in your heart.
0: Well, what's in my heart is it sounds so um, cliche, but like you got you can do this. Like if I if I can do this, anybody can. You know, anybody can. And you just get your weirds, get your weirds. That whatever you need to do do it because it's it's such a good payoff knowing that you're loving yourself and that you're treating your body the way it should be, you know? Like this, you know, I think time is precious and just do it, you got you can do it. You know, I have like my, all my friends were just like writing little notes and every note was just like, you got this. Like, so that just, yeah. And have a doctor, have a person in your corner just have someone that you can share this with because um, yeah, and ask for help. Yeah, that's the thing. Ask for help. Ask for help if you need it. Awesome. Sometimes, yeah, because you need it. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. I can go on and on about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the struggle, it's the climb that matters, but it's, it's seriously just like, it's so worth it. Just becoming who you truly are and just, Negating and getting rid of all of that, um, bleh. the baggage, the weight, oh, yeah, the... the baggage, the weight, um, the fog. Mm. Eat a carrot, you know, <laughs> <Eat> some kale <laughs> and and watch. <laughs> I remember being like, ah, oh, all I have to do is eat a beet or eat carrots. Like, okay, I can. Oh, eat, you know?
1: the I'll we could the talk meat. about the beets, we didn't talk about the beets and the, how you. <laughs>
0: Let's just say, eat your beets. You know, I had an aversion for a very, very long time. Um, this is the law. Lo- this is a short story about the beets, but um, ugh, beet, gross. Never in my whole entire life would I be like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna eat that. No. So, first day at the oasis, what's on your salad or what's on your, you know, your plate is a huge pile of beautifully. <laughs> Beautifully uh, spiraled beats. No way. I was just like, foot down, hard pass. You are not getting this in my, nope. And then it was a lot of coaxing from our best about telling me all the good things, what beats do. It's good. And then I also had a partner in crime with the beat. Mary. Oh, right, my Mary. She was right there, like, nope.
1: I was like, it's you so too. Wet. She no. like,
0: <laughs> Went to administration about the beets. You know what I mean? Like I'm dramatic, but um, yeah. <laughs> was like no, I I'm I'll leave now. Pretty much, I was like no. Uh, okay. But I ate them. I they nourished me. I eat beets pretty I, regularly. <laughs> they have these delicious at Whole Foods, like organic beets. Eat them just like that. <laughs> <laughs> what? So I. Anyway, but, so but, sure, eat your beets. <laughs>
1: Well, I think it's a great lesson, right? Because you had a mindset that you weren't going to like something. You're like, no. But then you like, through <laughs> some interesting co- some coaxing, um, you're like, well, let's just try a little bit. And you tried a little bit and you tried a little bit. And at first it was, you're like, I still don't like it. I'm like, I know, but keep trying. And then I and did then You did. You did. <laughs> but you know what? But that
0: was the, I, long it's not the pun the hunger right that was mm. the hunger for um a new way of life right mm. that was it I was like all right white <laughs> knuckling these
1: beats but <laughs> but now you change your taste love, would have changed yeah, you like them.
0: a lot of food thingies I remember you ate um <sighs> so the avocado pudding
1: that's right <laughs> I was so excited to make that for you and you're like this you, is not uh,
0: so excited. You were just like this. Oh, what a treat, what a treat you're in store. And we were just like, I looked at Mary, I was like, there's no way. There's no way. But okay, <laughs> open mind. And then we watched you because you ate our dinners, I believe, at lunch sometimes. Yeah. So you would be I just remember you sitting there. Mmm, yeah. Oh, it's so rich and chocolate and delicious. It was
1: delicious.
0: Got us at night. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this tastes like, and this is very specific, another oddity. You know, in Florida, or when it starts to rain and the soil turns and there's this beautiful earthy tone of soil, that's how it tasted. (laughs) It tastes like like you sprinkled some cocoa powder on On soil. soil, on dirt, on dirt, right? Put some avocado in it. Ooh. (laughs)
1: and ate it so basically what it was is avocado dates and cocoa powder right so and i was so excited because i was like this this is like chocolate pudding and for me it was like and then you guys came back you you relished telling me how this was like (laughs) you lied for the first
0: time you lied to me in my whole entire life you lied but now it really is delicious (laughs) I make black bean brownies with it. I make the that pudding. I serve it to my friends, put raspberries on it. And I'm just like, Dr. Marbus, day one, mm, the soil tastes delicious. Soil tastes delicious. <laughs> but yeah. But oh yeah.
1: my gosh.
0: Your palate though, like it does, Oh yeah. it changes. That, I, I went through a mental change, a physical change and my palate changed like yeah. transformation. That's, yeah. that's what I, yeah, so. I enjoy.
1: think that's it your, your Nikki, the, the transformation, your, your, your evolution is just been, it's been, evol- it's been fun. And it's been quite, I love being part of it. It's just been, it's been so much fun. I mean, it's just, oh, because you know what you, what it is, even in your your darkest hours and your real struggles, you always had a smile and you were always looking for the silver lining. Like there's just not very many people like that in this world. And so that's why it's so delightful to be in your presence. It's just like it's Nikki, Nikki will make me laugh on my worst day. That's the way it is. <laughs> I like thank you.
0: That's the best, yeah. That's the best thing to hear. Um yeah. appreciate that. Absolutely.
1: I think you right
0: when I go on tangents, but
1: you know. <laughs> thanks for letting me do that. Uh. Absolutely. And I, well, I think those are the stories and, you know, where people need to follow. It's like, you know, those are the stops in your journey that I think are fun to kind of highlight. And, you know, it's, it's the gallbladder, it's the surgeries, it's the pain, it's the struggles, it's the uncertainty. And then how you walk through that and you kept going, even though you didn't know, you just, you had faith and you just kept walking. You're like, there'll be a step there when I get there. It'll be there when I get there, it'll be firm ground. And before you know it, you're Nikki on the other side of almost losing close to 300 pounds. I mean, and climbing mountains, Nikki, you're climbing mountains.
0: I know. Wow. It's mind, it's mind blowing. I, I, Every day I wake up and I'm just grateful, you know, that I, yeah, that I can do that and that this is, um, yeah, this is my life. And so, yeah, it's just been, it's been great. It's been really good. Yeah. So go well, climb a mountain. Yeah, go climb a mountain. It's the weekend. It's time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love it! Thank you. Oh my goodness! Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and being the open book that you are. Because I really think you're going to bless many lives by hopefully that they're listening to this.
0: Oh, thank you! Yeah, thank you again for letting me share my story. And um, yeah, reach out. I mean, I'm here if anybody wants to chat. Awesome!
1: Well, I think you're gonna you're gonna about to get some more followers on Instagram, and we'll see where this blossoms. Yay! can't wait all right thanks everyone for listening and the to the mini giggles <laughs> oh gosh funny i
0: hope people like laugh oh at i
1: things. i think we're funny my cheeks think, hurt yeah right like
0: tell me all the time like you can't make this stuff up and i'm like i know this is my life
1: <laughs> so um, Oh, all right we're okay thanks everyone and thank you again nikki for just being who you are you're such a beautiful person
0: i love you thank you <laughs> me too all, all right. right
1: i'll talk to you soon Bye. thanks for listening and i hope you enjoyed that interview and if you could please hit the subscribe button and leave us a rating on whatever platform that you're listening to this podcast we really appreciate the feedback In addition to this, I did want to let you know that we actually do video recordings of all of our interviews, and if you'd rather watch them, you can check out our YouTube channel at Healthy Human Revolution. There we also have other resources for you. One in particular I'm really excited about is called the Doctors In. That's where I actually answer questions from the audience and do tons of topics like cholesterol, hypertension, diabetes, and just things to help you stay well. So check it out. and. Also, don't forget the healthyhumanrevolution.com website where you have all the resources you need to actually start and sustain a healthy, whole food, plant-based diet.